You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national. We cover down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, we're going to the phones right now, bringing in two guys who've been doing this longer than I have. We do it every week. We call this thing the Grand Council, where three of us uh, conservative talk show hosts get on here and we opine and we ask each other questions and we just see where the conversation leads but I will call the roll before we go any further. So from uh, FM Talk 1065 down in Mobile, host of the Jeff Poor Show, also the executive editor of 1819 News. Jeff Poor, are you here? I am present. You are present. You sound like you're on a phone, my, my brother. You, you, you traveling today? Yeah, that's uh, the nature of the job, man. Well, all right. Proud to have you. All right, uh, switching over then. Let me go to uh, the host of the Dale Jackson Show, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Cumulus Broadcasting's WVNN out of Huntsville, also writing for Yellowhammer News. Dale Jackson, is you here? All right. I pronounce a quorum. Boomer, hit it. Assemble the Grand Council. Ta-da. Ta-da, ta-da. All right. All right. You know the rules, fellas. We ask each other questions. We don't know the questions in advance. We see how we do. We sometimes agree, sometimes we don't, but we still love each other when it's done. Dale Jackson, you first. All right. Um, we're seeing uh, more instances of drag queens showing up in schools, even though drag queens will never show up in schools, you know, just like we're always told. And, and now you have Tennessee banning drag uh, as a performance in public with children present, which seems pretty reasonable uh, it's so reasonable that the media's response to this is yeah well you you wore a dress when you were in high school in a play gotcha so <laughs> here's my question is alabama going to go this route a side note have either of you ever worn a dress in public <laughs> i'm letting i'm letting jeff go first I've never tried to wear a dress or even when the, I wouldn't even know how to put it on. So get that out of the way. I mean, like, what can they do though? I, I guess if you start showing up and dra- drag through school, what, where does, where do constitutional rights or, or code of conduct or, I mean, how does that, shouldn't it be up to the local schools? So that, that would be my response. I look at it. First of all, I don't even own a pink shirt, much less a dress. So there's that. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, I look at it. And, and so I get I get what what Jeff just said. But I, but I do think, though, that there is room for uh, this to be addressed. Uh, no pun intended. But the but to, because it's like the Supreme Court said with regards to pornography. You, sometimes you just have to say, I, I know it when I see it. It's wrong. It's lewd behavior. It's designed to entice children and with with overly sexualized, you know, hyper sexualized behavior. Uh, it's just wrong. If somebody walks in, if a guy walks in wearing a dress, that's not a drag queen show. But if a guy walks in and starts performing some kind of strip tease in the lobby, that's different. Uh, your own question, Dale. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that it would be a very smart thing for them to do. Uh, this thing is continuing to spiral out of control. Different states are coming up with different ways to react to it. And, you know, we, we like to copy. Uh, we like to crib off of our neighbor's notes. Uh, I think we probably should. 
because this is getting a little crazy. But but I, but I'll be honest with you. I think that there are some aspects of Alabama's uh, culture war laws that that were out in front. Like we're one of the first ones to have the uh, sure. protection of uh, children against transgender therapies. Uh, you know, we've got uh, other legislation that that deals with things like uh, murder of a, mur- a pregnant woman is considered a double homicide. We've got several things out there that are what I call culture war laws that were first on the books, and so. Could be. It could be. I wasn't criticizing. I was complimenting. Let's steal everything that works. Oh. That's what Jeff Poor does. <laughs> and on that note, Jeff Poor, would you like to have the next question? Uh, Alex Murdoch trial. Uh, this is a serious question, but short. Why, why should I care? Why should anybody care? Why is it dominating the news coverage? I, I don't know that I have a good answer for this, but as I sit here in the studio you know, we have two screens up on the wall that have played this freaking trial nonstop. And I'm trying to figure out how did this become the news? This is not even a famous person like a, like a, you know, uh, uh, OJ Simpson trial. This is, there, there's no famous personalities involved. It's, it's sorted. It could definitely be the uh, storyline of a next Hallmark movie, but I, I, I still, don't, I can't, I can't answer that. Uh, Jeff, Dale, your thoughts. Ratings. Ratings. Uh, I was speaking with Fox News' Todd Pyro. Uh, yesterday about this exact thing. I was like, God, you guys blew out all your highly rated daytime programming for this. And he's like, this does better. Really? So people are dialing in for this, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty interesting story. I mean, you got to admit the guy's a criminal, obviously. And his son, one of them got drunk and wrecked a boat and killed somebody. It's a giant mess. Uh, There's DUIs. He shot his wife and son. I mean, he's obviously guilty as hell. And, you know, this whole thing is, is salacious. And, and the, you got lawyers, and no offense to you, uh, Phil, uh, <laughs> acting like scumbags and basically throwing everything at the wall and hoping they can get another O.J. Simpson situation. Why would I take offense at that? I'm not one of them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I guess. But I, I still look at it and think it's still being overhyped. I mean, it's is it a murder trial? Is it sorted? Is it full of all kinds of salacious details that, you know, make for – Good daytime TV, I guess. But I'm still trying to figure out why it has to dominate the news cycle. Um, so, I don't know. I, ratings, you said it. I guess that was it. All right, my question for you. Lori Lightfoot, the uh, high priestess of Chicago, lost her election last night. Um, and she, by the way, is the only mayoral uh, mayor in 40 years in Chicago not to win a re-election bid. Um, and she lost big. So is crime the new issue? Just like we saw Governor Yunkin win on school choice, has safe streets become the new issue that will change election cycles? Jeff Poor? I would say that, yeah, um, but let's look at Chicago. It's kind of an extreme circumstance. There's a little bit of this going on in other major American cities, but just the chaos there at the, what is it, Magnificent Mile or whatever, and you know that this is not something you typically see in Chicago, but you see it in San Francisco and places like that. Uh, all elections are local. This is unusual for Chicago. This won't progressivism approach for public safety. So, uh, I, yeah, I do think it, it was the prevailing sentiment, but I'm not sure it translates to other elections around the country. All right. Dale, you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, I tend to agree. Uh, people are starting to see it, and you know, like if I want to avoid crime in Huntsville, I can generally stay in certain places and not really have to worry all too much about it. Uh, when it starts to encroach on those areas, then people start to get uh, skittish about it. 
And, and when you're hearing about it on the Miracle Mile and you're hearing about it in Times Square, not that that's the safest place, but it, we all know that's heavily protected. Uh, you see things like a guy getting his brains blown out on Twitter, yeah. uh, well, sitting on the ground in St. Louis. I mean, the whole thing, it just, yeah, it, it matters. People get skittish about it. And the people who say, oh, you go, defund the police, we don't need cops or jails. Those people just look silly. I, I, I'm going to disagree with Jeff on this. I, I think this is going to wind up being an issue that can transcend one locale. I think it's bigger than Chicago's mayoral election. I think you're going to see it more and more become a part of national politics. And you're going to see, I mean, right, right now you've got, a, you've got a Democrat congresswoman calling for something to happen to, to curb crime in D.C. because she got assaulted in her elevator. You've got Portland, as, as one article says, a shell of itself. San Francisco, you know, there's, there's just, the, the streets are just filled with feces and, and drug addicts. Uh, so I, I, I think it's going to wind up becoming bigger, and you're going to see it in more and more elections. And I'm wondering, and I might even throw this out there real quick as a, as a, as a quick, before we go to the break question, will this have any impact on Randall Woodfin since he presides over one of the most unsafe cities in the southeast? Dale, what do you think about that? I don't think so. No? Uh, I, I think I think that that's kind of baked into the cake, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Jeff, what do you think? No, I don't think so either. He's he's mayor, and he's he's got other things to run on. That maybe Lori Lightfoot didn't have. All right, fair enough. Got to go to a break. We'll do the break right now. We're with the Grand Council, uh, Jeff Poor from FM Talk 106.5 and 1819 News, Dale Jackson from WVNN up in Huntsville, and Yellowhammer News, and little old me, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Going right back down to the Grand Council with uh, Jeff Poor from the Jeff Poor Show on FM Talk 106.5 and Mobile, as well as being the executive editor of 1819 News, and Dale Jackson from 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN out of Huntsville, and also with Yellowhammer News and Little Old Me. So uh, back to the question lines. Dale, you're first in order. What you got? A big surplus, very exciting. Everyone's trying to figure out what they want to do with it. Give it back. Tax things. Okay, fine. What? Let's do it all. Savings account. Yeah, great. Awesome. What's going to actually happen here? I, I noticed Arthur Orr, uh, even the other day, was suggesting maybe some food tax changes and things like that. It, it seems to be moving in that direction. What do you think is going to happen at the end of this? Uh, Jeff, you've been hanging out at the State House most recently. What are you thinking? I, I think Orr will try. Uh, there does not seem to be an appetite for it, but what's interesting about Orr, I don't think he's going to try to just eliminate the income tax and the grocery tax all in one bite. I, I think he wants to, to he's looking at it from an incremental basis, which is better than anything else anybody's offering. they got to do some kind of rebate. There's no question about it. And they'll probably do some kind of savings account. I asked Orr the other day, I was like, how much savings? How many? What is a dollar amount? What is the right dollar amount in savings the state government needs for a rainy day? Can you can you prescribe a dollar amount? And didn't really have an answer, but it seems like that's all they want to do. I I don't know, but I think if you look at it, look at them to try something incrementally. 
and see who opposes it will be real interesting as well. And that's the thing. I'll jump in there and say, see who opposes it. A lot of them are going to not want to be on the record. They're going to want to have money set aside for their rainy day, like you said, that has no dollar sign figure cap attached to it. They're going to they're going to want to uh, have some pet projects that are going to fund governmental action or contractors, and then beyond that. There's a little bit left over, but if we do it, man, we'll be on the record. So don't make us go vote on it. And that drives me crazy. Right now, what I'm anticipating is what Jeff just said, too. I think they're going to wind up having some form of a mild rebate. I think they might take a stab at a grocery tax, but it, I don't know if it has legs. And, and it should because we've never had a better time. Your question, Dale, what do you think? Well, I, I think you're going to get a little mix of everything, too. It seems to be where this is all headed. There's been quite a shift on this uh, in a lot of different ways. Uh, it seems like we're moving towards – Everyone gets a taste, and I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, uh. All right, Jeff, your question. What do you got next? Well, uh, is this just goes to the legislature, too. We're, we're what, two stays away from the session. It's the first year of a quadrennium. I have no idea what they are going to do in these next few months in Montgomery, other than they're on past budgets, share some ARPA money with one another, and some argle-bargle probably about rural broadband or mental health or something, but, like, you remember a time when it's been this kind of cloudy and knowing what's coming up, and you were in the legislature, Senator. Do, do, do you can you remember a time it just seems like governor's quiet? There just doesn't seem to be a lot of action yet. Well, and that's, you bring up a great point. So I even asked uh, Boomer a minute ago before we started this segment, has he heard any news cycle that talks about where Kay Ivey is right now? I mean, I have seen nothing. I did a whole segment of the show yesterday called What Right Looks Like, and I focused on governors that get out in front and call for certain agendas and meet with their legislature and are very public about their stance on things. And we're not seeing we're not seeing anything out of both the executive or legislative branch in terms of laying out a true agenda for next week. I imagine that Kay Ivey will do her State of the State address next week, like she usually does right before the session starts. But daggum, you think at some point she would at least say, here's what I'm standing for over the next couple of years. And I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I am, I'm seeing a, a nebulous kind of gray space right now where they have to meet. But let's not do too much. Let's save our powder, you know, for the next big fight on gambling a couple of years from now. Um, it's called a tease. You They're think? teasing it out. They're teasing it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, watch the speech. She'll tell you. Watch out. So, okay, then just take it and run with it, Dale. So you think they're going to tease it out for us bit by bit? What kind of agenda is that? No, I, I don't know that. I'm just saying maybe that's what she's doing. She's saying you got to watch the speech to find out. you got to get those big ratings for Alabama Public Television. That's what they're, they're working on here. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't know the answer to the question, but I know she's given a speech, and, and she'll probably lay out what her agenda is. But you're right. To have absolutely no idea what it actually is before she says anything, it's, it's, it's completely open. Could be yeah. anything. Let me let me let me go to boil hat here. Maybe it's quiet on the home front for a reason. They're going to try something. Would it be Medicaid expansion? Would it be something like that? They don't want a bunch of airheaded talk show hosts talking about what they're trying to do, so they're going to pop it on us at the last minute. I mean, I don't I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I wouldn't rule it out, right? Well, okay. So uh, you make a great point. I've thought about this. Is 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 you know no news, bad news, and 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 are we hearing? Nothing because they're about to launch something huge they don't want us to talk about. But I don't think so because you can't keep that under wraps. I think at this point it would have it would have been all over the place. It would have been a social media thing. There would have been you know uh, groups like the Policy Institute and 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 um, uh, Eagle Forum would have caught wind and, and began to launch on something. I think it just looks like probably one of the lamest 
sessions coming up that we've seen in a long time, and uh, and that's that's unfortunate. Um, all right, last question. Let me let me jump out there with this school choice. Speaking of the legislative session, so yesterday we had uh, State Senator Stutz on my show. He is going to be sponsoring what's called the Price Act. It's a parent, parents' rights. It's a full-on school choice act. He seems to believe that he's got momentum this year. Uh, and, he, and he believes that the, the legislature is more prime than ever. We're also seeing other states like Arkansas and some others. It's, it's becoming a thing. Do you think we will see school choice in this legislative session, Dale Jackson? I think you'll see a, a pretty good conversation about it. I, I'm not sure they can get it done, uh, but this is, uh, this is moving the football down the field a little bit. It's coming. It's coming, and they can either decide to, to, to do it over a bunch of different sessions uh, or they can just take a bite right now. They've never it's had coming. a safer time to do it, if you get down to it. It polls extremely high. We have a Republican supermajority, and the governor and lieutenant governor already said they like it. And, and, and what's the point of not doing it at this point? What, what, what political cover are you looking for, if, if not now? Um, Jeff? It won't be Dr. Stutz and Ernie Yarbrough. It just won't be. That's not the two people you need carrying these bills in the respective chambers. And I, I don't know who it is, maybe a Dan Roberts type or somebody with a little more clout, but I just cannot imagine that uh, Larry Stutz and Ernie Arbor are going to be the guys that are going to get this pushed through. You don't have a Del Marsh. You don't I, – I, I don't know who the person is that has the political fortitude in this, in this legislature to get something like that done. Well, I mean, we'll see, fellas, but um... – and I will differ with you to, to a degree. I've seen some amazing things happen with the guys you didn't expect to carry a bill. Um, and I've also seen it. If, if, if Ledbetter, as Speaker of the House, wants to get behind this legislation, it'll happen no matter who carries it. Um, same would be true of Greg Reed there's, there's and, no reason, and Schofield. There's, there's, no re- Senator, there's no reason Nathaniel Ledbetter wants a school choice bill. There's no reason what? Say it again. To think that Nathaniel Ledbetter wants a school choice bill. Well, except that he said he does. I mean, he sat right here in my studio and said he's for it. But whether it's this bill or not, yeah, well, I don't know. Fair enough. But, but I guess it could be like charter school or something. But the, the school choice you and I are talking about, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the question, brother. That's the, the question. school choice bill is the one we're talking about. But I, I will also point back, and Jeff hates it when I do this, uh, Andrew Sorrell, the, the, great, uh, the great state auditor from the great state, the counter of desks, now, he had that constitutional carry bill. And everyone was like, who's this guy? He can't get this done. And oh, yeah. Great point. Great point. All right, Dale Jackson wins. It wasn't his. It wasn't his bill. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. All right, fellers. I appreciate you, both of you. Jeff Poor, FM Talk 106.5-1819 News. Dale Jackson, WVNN, Yellowhammer News, and me. Y'all have a great day. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to be right back. <laughs> 